Bro, I'm not doing it this my, time. <laughs> my mom was getting, we were having just like a, a round table discussion with my parents uh, over the weekend uh, while we were sipping on some Lining Kugel summer shandy. And for some reason, my mom really hates that uh, our generation doesn't pronounce T's as much as the older generations do. Like, in words like little, like, it's all D's now instead of T's. Like, little. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost like our edge. It's fucking stupid. Little. That's a it's stupid thing. It's not water, thing. it's water. <laughs> yeah. That's just so. <laughs> so? Nah, you know what? I'm with her. We've gone soft. But even <laughs> it's, it's showing up in our pronunciation. It's no. bullshit. Bro, it's Bring more back, efficient. You know. Can't be pronunciating like that. <laughs> Bro, I'm conserving energy. Every time I don't go t, I go t. <laughs> Bro, isn't That's it crazy what makes that... you weak. Welcome back to crazy the working that... class podcast where we tell it as it is. <laughs> WWW is, takes longer to, to say than uh, World Wide Web. Is that true? Yeah. It has more mm-hmm. syllables. It's more syllables. Yeah, fair enough. Have <laughs> 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 a long silence. It's fine. Is that like um, um? Was that the so, whole thought? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, um, this is our second time trying. <laughs> to do this, and yeah, Sam was Sam talking. Sam ran out of space. Uh, Sam yeah. has had this long-running, uh, long-running conspiracy uh, about there not being enough cows for there to be like there, there's there's not enough cows to equal the amount of beef that is consumed on a daily basis. Look, you say conspiracy, I say thoughtful observation. Um, <laughs> I mean, just, not really. I don't know. Like, yeah, like I, like I was saying before, it all started working, you know, as a, as a little stalker boy at Kroger overnight, noticing just how much meat is thrown out after every, you know, any given shift. Um... And then you know you you take that massive quantity, you add it on to, you know, the quantity that is sold, and then you take that, you know, okay, now you got to consider Kroger's across the nation, across the globe, and then every other, you know, grocery chain or independent grocery store. And then you start thinking about McDonald's and how much you know beef they go through in a day. Every other fast food restaurant, every high end restaurant, and you just you start to wonder where they get all this beef from. And I just, I just don't think that there's enough cows to you know support this this meat consumption you know i i don't know what it is could it could be horse it could be you know uh you know any other like roadkill it could be you know plant supplements but i'm all i'm saying is that there's just not enough cows to sustain you know particularly the american lifestyle but i think like you know globally as as well i think you're overestimating how much people eat beef you think so like 
you know, you talk about like sports events and stuff. You know, me and Ethan just went to the 500. How many hamburgers do you think? Like, how many people? Largest, the largest capacity sporting arena in the world. How many people do you think me and Ethan saw eating hamburgers there? But I mean, there's beef also in like. <laughs> It's not just in hamburgers, you know. There are beef hot dogs. Okay, a hot. Okay, uh, we'll include hot dogs too. With ground beef on them. I, you know, I, I think it's, you know, yeah. I, again, like, you're right. Not everyone in that arena is. I didn't is even have to beef, answer my question. I don't, I don't question. think they have to. You know, like, I didn't I even answer my question. You just immediately went into defensive mode because you knew <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> You knew I was gonna try. To, I, I was gonna prove you wrong. Like I just googled this, right? Google tells me that 68 million people per day eat at McDonald's. That's just McDonald's, and and apparently that's about you know about one percent, less than one percent of the world's population, but close to it. And I would I would say that a majority of people get hamburger products when they go to mcdonald's i think i'm in the minority and thinking like i mostly get chicken products uh i mean that's just um i would say i don't think i don't think that they're like a if they if like hamburgers do have the majority i don't think it's that far i i think chicken products are chicken products are so popular the mcchicken Chicken nuggets? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I th- they're popular for sure, but I think, like, you know, say a car chicken of four people are, rolls I, up. I think that what you see is, like, you know, mom and dad are getting a quarter pounder. Maybe you're getting a Mighty Kids Meal six-piece chicken nugget for your kid. But, like, for the most part, when I hear about people talking about McDonald's, I don't hear much about the McChicken or chicken nuggets as much as I hear about, like, the you know quarter pounder or the the Big Mac, or like a McDouble. Huh? Like, you know. I was gonna say that all I see people talk about are chicken nuggets. Who's talking about chicken nuggets, Pierce? Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> bro. I guarantee. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I guarantee that, like, if I got on TikTok and a video that had to do with McDonald's, or even if, like there just happened to be McDonald's in the video like like someone's eating I guarantee they're eating chicken nuggets I bro that like shit is targeted to you I bet they because... give you the specific no, ad I, no no, I don't be like I'm not a chicken nugget guy I, I like the chicken nuggets but I I like the burger stuff and I order the burger stuff more than the chicken stuff let's, yeah, let's take this but sample size I see like, how what do you popular... guys get majority of the time burger like, burger Ethan no I probably get the McChicken majority of the time. All right, I get chicken nuggets a majority of the time. So even still, like even this is I a get fifty burger. percent split, but that's a lot of yeah. people still. That's thirty-four million people a day. Actually, I would say McDonald's. that. I would say that actually, I I'm pretty fifty-fifty when it comes to chicken and uh, beef, chicken and burger. I'm pretty. Uh, okay. So like, I've been I order doing... chickens, nuggets, burgers, like, interchangeably. Mm-hmm. I, I've been That's doing so some high mass. Oh. And so 
Um, the average American eats about 55 pounds of beef a year, which means that in America, uh, like 18.1 billion pounds of beef are consumed every year. The average cow uh, gives around 440 pounds of beef. Okay. And there are 2.9 million cows killed every year. Let's see how this adds up. Okay, so Sam's on to something. That's a billion. There we go. <laughs> Did we eat? There we go. 18 billion. That's C. No, the I, numbers no, support I, I don't me. think that has to... No, I think that the numbers are just wrong. The numbers don't lie. Straight up. And they spell disaster <laughs> for you. I think those were two completely, like, like those were multiple different studies done, at not with any, like, uh, like, like two completely different studies by completely different people. And, 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 it, and it's also, and it's also, and it's also estimates and not approximate numbers yeah i mean you've got to approximate but like even like even with an approximation you should show up most much closer to the actual number because if, if jackson's saying americans you know by this approximation consume 18 billion pounds of beef and we're only you know producing 1 billion pounds that that difference is so vast okay but what about times difference. cows don't only come from okay. the u.s no, no, no. Okay, there are one and a half billion cows in the world. That's in the world, though. He was talking that's what the U.S. consumes. Oh. Okay, so... I, I don't think know. something's not right in these numbers. Yeah, I don't know how I got my math wrong. Uh, but we consume... Uh, the U.S. consumes 27 billion pounds a year, and we produce 52 billion Okay. See, I See, uh, agree with your that makes your sense. first analysis. <laughs> I'm pro independent research. All I'm saying, <laughs> do you, just do your give own it research up, research people. Be give free it up. thinkers. <laughs> give it up, bro. I will not. There are definitely enough chickens, though. <laughs> I the would world. say it's yeah. a pretty uh, even amount, probably. There's probably the world produces sixty million metric tons of beef in a in a year. That's insane. <laughs> That's so many. Bro, you're gonna tell me think about how awful and inhumane our our like you know, cow you know, how how we treat our our, our livestock. Think about how awful and humane that is because they got it down to like the process of like perfectly doing it you're gonna tell me that there's not enough cows when they literally have the perfect process for raising as many cows as they need and slaughtering them and having them replaced how many cow farmers you know bro also actually climate uh, scientists checkmate. famously say that there are too many cows <laughs> damn or now, Those are radicals. If you disagree with that, then you don't think that there's climate change, and that's <laughs> that's just the rule. So choose your words carefully. Look, you guys are in the pocket of big, uh, 
big big cow. beef big beef <laughs> big, <laughs> big beef, beef yeah. but it's not really beef you know how it goes bro there's a there's a on 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 my way home from work there is a uh a billboard for a this like classic like diner or not diner but like a like drive-in uh diners type place uh they they sell burgers there's a billboard for it going into Muncie and it's in a cow field and the cows are constantly huddled under this board that has a giant picture of a hamburger on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Oh. That's the irony. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> they're, they're prepared. Okay, okay. I know I think all of us here are meat eaters, right? But yeah. Yeah. Can we agree that like vegans are right? <laughs> Um, they're right when it comes to the how we treat them. I don't think they're right in terms of we're not supposed to eat them. Cause like that's just nature. Yeah, I think like, like that's like getting mad. That's like getting mad that a lion is is killing and eating. Like that. Yeah, like that's just part think... of like that's just part of nature. But I do agree with the inhumane treatment of these animals. You don't think that like like you, we can't compare ourselves to lions, right? Like we've we're well, so evolved we're... to the point where we've like we've developed morality. You don't, and it, I think like you don't think that maybe like because we can like survive without eating meat that we should. Again, I'm never gonna stop eating meat, but I, I do <laughs> think like I do think they have a point in like you know because we've evolved to you know, develop a sense of morality that maybe we should extend that or the right thing to do to extend that to, you know, preserving animal life to the best of our capabilities. Nah. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But then also, like, that... uh, I do somewhat agree with it, but the argument also kind of falls apart when you get into, like, what's the difference between, like, a simple-minded animal and a plant? Yeah. Like yeah. plants, like mushrooms are fucking smart, dude. <laughs> they oh, yeah, are, bro. You telling me we can oh, eat them? Yeah, <laughs> bro, and they're fucking delicious. <laughs> bro, if they're so smart, why didn't they evolve to taste nasty? <laughs> some True. of them did, bro. Wait, <laughs> some of them did, and we still eat them. Exactly. <laughs> For uh, other effects than consum or food, but. Nah, <laughs> I've just eaten them for food. It is crazy. Like I'd recommend to anyone like I don't even. If, I believe this is. I should. I'll. I'll look it up to be sure. But there's. A, there's a documentary on mushrooms. On Netflix. And it's awesome. Like I, um, I was high as balls watching. It's called Fantastic Fungi. Um, enlightening documentary on on mushrooms i i didn't know how capable mushrooms were until i checked out this documentary apparently they like they exist under trees and the trees use them as a means of like communication essentially and they send electrical waves through the mushrooms yeah if you're if you're interested in mushroom facts uh, fantastic fungi check it out have you guys heard about that uh like birchwood forest that is actually just one 
organism. Yes. The Joshua all, tree, right? It might be that, that but crazy. like all of the trees uh, are actually like uh, offshoots of roots. Interesting. I know that there's a a tree in India that kind of works like that, but it's 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 the opposite. It's not the roots are connected. It's the tree grows, and then the branches swoop, like stoop down and in, back into the ground, and then kind of resurface, and so everything is what? connected to the original tree. That's yeah. crazy sound. Oh. The largest living organism is like some fungus that's in like a field or something. It's like massive. Um, so the birch forest is the trembling giant or pando Ooh. and is uh, in Richfield, Utah. Classic Utah. They always be having those giant trees. And it is the largest living organism. Okay. But not according to Guinness World Records. Is it, is it called the Quaking Aspen? Utah's yeah. Fish Lake National Forest. Yeah, that's interesting. Boys trip, new boys trip. Go see boys the big tree. To... Yo. Yeah, I'm trying to find the name of that tree in India, but yeah, it's kind of the opposite thing. You get the visual. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of cool stuff. Um. Anyways, you got I was trying this. to. Th I was trying to think of like <laughs> of something that I wanted to talk about and I couldn't. Um. Oh, I, I. So. Only because this is all I can think about. We were talking about a bit th about this a bit before the show, but I'm kind of. I when whenever I watch certain things, um. I, uh, sometimes I'll get, like, like, invested in that series, or, like, all, like, like, obsessed, kind of. I get into, like, an obsessive phase where all I'm in, all, like, say, like, uh, oh, for example, when Obi-Wan came out, or around that time, like, there was a lot of hype for Star Wars, so, like, all I was really wanting to consume was Star Wars media. And then, uh, you know, something rolls around and like maybe a Marvel movie comes out and it's like, oh, no, I'm really into Marvel. I want to watch Marvel stuff or, you know, something like that. And that's been me with the boys recently. I can't get enough of the boys right now. Ever since season three ended. Have you checked out the comics? There's not enough. So good. No, because I always heard they were bad. And yeah, I already. Yeah, I, when when I when the I first started watching the boys show i got on wikipedia and looked up i've at the least heard that they're not as good as the show mm -hmm. i've heard the same but, yeah yeah basically the show does everything better is what i've heard yeah i've heard like the main uh or at least one of the main gripes with the comics is that it's a lot more gory but like to an unnecessary point. Mm. It's gratuitous like, violence and nudity. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like you have Yeah. Like I feel like the like the show uses uh 
the gore to like uh and violence to like show like how truly fucked up uh the people are and like the world is that's what i was gonna say um and then like the comics yeah and like the comics just do it to a point where it's just like why am i looking at this the comment the comics do it to do it so yeah Yeah. spoilers for anything the boys related but um like uh if uh you know like when a train kills uh blue hawk yeah. You know, he has this, like, really valid reason to want to do that. But if it was the comics, he would have just done it because he felt like it. Yeah, and like in the it. show, there's no... kind of a release to it being that fucked up. You know, it's like he wanted him to suffer. So, you know, he drags his body along asphalt for however many miles at supersonic speeds. Bro, I thought... Just doing that to do it. I thought for sure he was going to die. Right. No, I didn't a heart attack that. there. Unless, like, unless I, you know, had I thought I, about I it. I figured but... if he was gonna die, we would have had confirmation that episode. Was my thought. Yeah, it's kind of that general rule of TV and movies. Like, unless you see the body and like have that confirmed, they're usually mm. not dead. Black Noir yeah. could be alive. Mm, I don't know about that. I one. heard that the the plan for the show, like they said, Black Noir will be back next season. But it's like, mm-hmm. since he's a masked it's character, like... they're just gonna recast him. But like Vought will recast him. And mm-hmm. I was saying, I think it'd be a great idea for Black Noir if if you know if the if the replacement is akin to like um, Vigilante from. Um, Mm. peacemaker where it's just like they go from the you know super like silent solemn serious type to you know the guy that's Someone like super who talks bubbly and much. just happy to be a part of the seven but like yeah <laughs> I think well, that'd be a fun so so they had the flashbacks with Noir um, and they use a different actor than who actually plays him um, and the showrunner said that they did that because of what you just said. They they chose to use a different actor in the flashbacks. That way we we think of Black Noir as that actor. And not the and not the actor that currently plays him because that actor is still going to continue playing him as the new recast. Yeah. Oh. So since we've never seen his face before they didn't want to reveal it in a flashback because um, they're going to keep using him as the recast version Hmm. Hmm. so canonically Black Noir looks like uh, he did in the flashback but in uh but then, and going forward, they're going to use his actual actor as what he looks like because he's the recast. Yeah, so is cool. he not going to have the same costume or anything? No, no I think will. I think he is. Yeah, he probably will, but it'll just be a different guy. 
Uh, it, it'll, technically, it'll be the same. Yeah, but mm-hmm. technically, the same actor. Uh, yeah, the, I think the it's guy just who another, plays like, parody opportunity for Vought, really, you know, to like make fun of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. comic movie well, industry and all that. Um, the the guy who plays Black Noir. Um, said that he wants a spinoff show. Uh, in like a Mr. Bean style, like a Mr. Bean style spinoff show with Black Noir. <laughs> Where it's just like him getting into, like he's silent, he's getting into these silly antics. I'm gonna be honest, I would not watch that. That'd be funny, <laughs> bro. I would. Watch. You're telling me you, Black Noir was one of my favorites because he of was. like you're telling me you'd watch a slapstick, like yes. silent comedy featuring Black. And it's Miller. got all his little <laughs> drawings there, bro. Yes, but it's but it's the boys. So like yeah. they it would make they would make it. It's not just. I'd it's watch like just... a 30-minute special. That's that, you know, but not like a, a season of television. Well, I, I don't think I don't think they'd be hour-long episodes. They'd probably be like, <laughs> they'd be like a diabolical where they're all like under 15 minutes. You know, like I have like yeah, little like five to ten minute. Still. Dude, it's so good. I, yeah. I I watched I watched like half of it and then I uh, got preoccupied with other stuff. And then I, I, I finished it. About and it's these, so good. Have you guys heard about that spin-off show that's essentially like Gen V? Uh, yeah, ex- yeah. Where it's uh, it's it's almost like Sky High, but in the boys' universe. It's gonna be like a oh, college yeah. of just soups. Yeah, that's that gonna be, be good. cool. So Someone, uh, I saw, on, I saw on TikTok. Someone found uh, where they were uh, filming it, and. Uh, like they didn't realize that they were filming it there, and they just like stumbled onto like a Homelander statue, uh, in in front of a school, with also like Soldier Boy next to him, and it was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> How dystopian! <laughs> but dude, you need to watch Diabolical. They're all all the episodes are under fifteen minutes. There's eight of them. Hell yeah! That's like two hours. Less than two hours of content. Um. Yeah. Sorry. It's, I'm too it's... busy watching hour-long episodes of Love Island. Uh... Dude, <laughs> it's so. Um, the second-to-last episode is like fucking beautiful. It's uh, it's about like this uh, this little Asian man who's. You know, he, he's like he's like your your like kind of stereotypical like old little scrawny old Asian man, and uh, his wife's dying of cancer, and so he steals some uh, compound V, and the uh, the V like makes the cancer alive. Um, yeah, and then it like. The, the, the premise is very silly, but trust me when I say that it is taken very, very seriously. This entire thing is very serious. Um, but the, the cancer, like, gets so, like, it gets out of her. Because originally it's just, like, tentacles coming from where her cancer was. But then it, like, gets out of her and now it's this, like, big cancerous monster. 
and she uh she feels like it's her responsibility to stop it and we don't we don't ever see the outcome of the fight but like it's this very emotional thing where it's like her husband injected her with this to save to save her from the cancer but now the cancer could potentially still kill her if she goes to try and stop it and it's like the animation is like beautiful the um the story is like amazing it was written by Andy Samberg oh wow um i did not know that yeah god i love but that it's guy. like but it, it is it like i like it is a serious like it sounds goofy, but it is a serious story, and it's like it got nominated for an Emmy. Oh, really? This, uh, yeah, th- this up these upcoming Emmys, they got nominated. It is very good, and then all the other uh, shorts are fun. There's one uh, where Don Cheadle voices the main character, and I didn't know that until after I watched it. I didn't even know it was him. Um, Which one was that? Nubian versus Nubian. Oh yeah, he voices. You couldn't tell. I didn't know that. I immediately heard Don Don Cheadle. I I I just wasn't looking for it. Gotta get your Don Cheadle. The Aquafina one is fun. I always look for Don Cheadle, bro. There's one that is uh, one of the episodes is canon to the comics. Yeah, it's written by the. It's written by the guy who writes the comics, and it takes place within that world. Nice. But uh, the last episode is one that you really need to watch because it is like it is. It has to do with the story of the actual boys because it's all about Homelander's first mission, and it, it shows it shows both his beginning of the downward spiral and it shows him starting his relationship with Noir. It shows why he trusts him so much and then uh, it shows like how he became the way he did. Because he's like he like actually does try to do good in that episode. Like genuinely. Like, Like he's not this crazy guy. Like, he tries to do good. And he wants to be a hero and help people. And it shows the beginning of him not. Spiraling. That's cool. I would say. I'd recommend watching that series. At least. At least watch, like, three or four episodes. But at that point, you might as well just watch them all because they're under 15 minutes. I think I'd, I'll get around to it for sure. I've been I'm watching so much right now between, like yeah, Love Island. It's just kind of like our fun background show right now. But it's I'm like trying to get through Better Call Saul as well and all this other stuff. You know, it's too just much like if you got like watch. 15 minutes, if you got like 15 minutes to spare, yeah. just throw on an episode. Yeah, it's definitely like a kind of like an in between watching shows kind of deal. Like, yeah, just a quick little thing. It's very good. One of them is uh, the second episode is done by Justin Roiland. Oh, yeah. So it's like in his animation style. Oh, nice. That, they're like all different animations. Yeah, they're all different animation styles. 
Aquafina's episode is like some cutesy little anime uh, aesthetic, and then the 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 cancer one is like like a like I don't know, a, a specific style of anime that I can't mm. quite like. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you don't watch anime. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think because I've seen that style before in in anime things that I have watched, and I I'm, I can't uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Jackson would probably know. Yeah, don't but know. I don't. Yeah, I. But love, it's like it. Um, it's a more serious like looking anime style. I guess love is. I I enjoyed Marvel's What If. But I couldn't stand the animation style. I know that like some people really liked it, whatever. But I, I think, think it got like, nominated it be, for an Emmy too. Uh, like that. I I wish that Marvel would go that. I know that like all at the end of What If, like the point was that you know they brought all those different characters together or whatever. But I'd, I'd kind of like to see Marvel do a similar thing where they just let What If creators go and do their own thing and use their own like, like a vision until like truly yeah vision style do. You know, truly different things with each episode. Again, it's it's Marvel. Everything has to be connected. I get why they didn't, but I, I, I think the thing I with Marvel. The future. I think the thing with Marvel is that it'll just. It has the potential to become. I don't know. I think it has to do with them trying to stay separate, like the MCU, as its own thing, and not potentially wrapping it in with any other Marvel stuff. And it's like, so you stick to this one animation style that's very distinct. You know, people are like, okay, that's an MCU project. Stuff like that. I don't that's know. probably a good strategy, so kind of they like set the tone of the genre. But, I mean, I, I'm totally with you. I think there should be. There should be something like that. I want like a Star Wars what if. Yeah. I guess I guess that like that they could be. like visions could go that direction. Like I don't think anyone's stopping visions creators from doing offshoot canon type of work. Uh, so hopefully we see I don't some know, of they might. Visions season two. Which is they might have a rule where it's like don't use you know. Yeah, any I guess at least there's characters. no rule that we know about that that's the case. So hopefully I really like Visions. I do too. I think I enjoyed Visions more than What If, and I think that's just because they yeah. let the creators go go loose and do whatever they wanted. And so many some people of them were mad so great, about it. Some of them were super great. I saw so many people mad, like Disney's ruining Star Wars. Look at all this. All this. This guy's got a lightsaber umbrella. That's so stupid. Uh, but it's like it's not canon. <laughs> it's not canon, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, in that episode, Plus like it was sick. the siblings episode, I thought was the one that like super that was, jumped the shark. But like, uh, you could you could that enjoy was my that. favorite like, it's, one. It's great when they're you know yeah. using lightsabers. It was so like crazy. Jet propulsors, essentially. <laughs> he, his lightsaber becomes massive and it cuts the star destroyer in half. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyone, uh, anyone? While knows? he's go, while he's riding outside of his ship, going hyperspeed. Yeah. Anyone who knows, uh, Studio Trigger, 
who I'm pretty sure animated that episode, uh, <laughs> knew that they were definitely going to go all out. Also, in the English dub, Neil Patrick Harris voices the brother. Yeah. Also, I don't care what anyone I'm, says. I, I the Space Band the... episode was great. Super cute. It was great. It was great. It wasn't what I wanted, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think Rowan Bro, was my favorite. I the black and white samurai one with the um, where the lightsabers were still colored. I good. thought that one was that one was great. That one and the uh, the one where the master and apprentice fight the old Sith guy. Yeah, that one was great too. Is that yeah. the the one where like all the Jedi meet up? No. no. Uh that one was pretty good. Or I guess Mas- it's like a master and apprentice go to a uh planet for some reason and they find a old crazy Sith guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I like visions. It was good. But yeah, like this this fresh. conversation started with Pierce talking about like you know how sometimes it's, um, you know, you you guys get or he gets, you know, obsessed or you know, kind of fixated on certain like media franchises. Is that how you guys go about like fandom as well? Because I can definitely relate to that. Where like, like I was talking earlier about, how I just finished the the Dune novel today, and like currently, like that's kind of just the thing that's ruminating on my mind, and like, it's. All you like want to do is, is consume more Dune media. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't entail like reading more books because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and I was talking about how like this was just, it was much more like this was, it was almost to the point of a problem for me as a child where um, I I was really rigid about what I could like at the time. You know, I I would say, you know, I'd watch a Star Wars movie and then I'd get a Star Wars fixation. Well, I, I would enforce it, right? And the way I'd enforce it is that, you know, back in back in the day before like everyone had a laptop or a smartphone, there was like a, you know, a lot of people had family desktop computers that the whole family shared. And on my user, whatever I had set as my background on this computer was what I could enjoy. Right, so like if I was in a Star Wars mood, I would make my background some kind of Star Wars background, and then all I'd permit myself to think about and enjoy and consume would be Star Wars content. And you know, this I had a I had a Marvel background, um, and I'm sure various other things, but I don't know. I was a very strange <laughs> and self-restricted child. <laughs> so how did child. you change the background? What's that? If you were, how did you change them? If you were only allowed to enjoy what the background was and how did you enjoy yeah. other things to change the background well, i'd have to be really convicted you know I, I don't know like maybe maybe my dad forces me to watch a spider-man movie well it's like all right i'll do this but let me go change the background first <laughs> it's, or it's just, like whatever my mind it's like an like, ocd problem it really was i i've always like like people joke about you know i'm so ocd i i do i have always had some like weird tics like that that like as I, I've kind of grown out of a lot of them, like I, I don't still have a background that I change with the. With I the don't season, believe you. All right, it's it's true. I still have the background, but 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that was definitely something to look back on. I'm like, man, that was fucking weird. Do you guys have any weird like childhood shit like that where you're like, why, why did I do that shit? I used to always enter prime numbers into like microwaves and for the time on things and for like (laughs) if my volume on shit had to be at like a prime number, it couldn't be anything else. (laughs) The air conditioning in my car, even. (laughs) What like so like. Making it like prime numbers though, like I feel like you don't really learn about those until like let's say fourth yeah. grade earliest. This man so, loved like, bro, prime yeah. numbers. <laughs> I remember like learning about prime numbers He's and like, like fifth grade cool. me made the decision. It was like <laughs> you're gonna do this to everything. Dude. And from there on out. Oh, you would have bothered the shit out of me, man. Like every time like every time I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of in the majority here who like volume type things or like air conditioner type things it has to be like five or zero or yep. like at least mm-hmm. on an even number and so like, you putting <laughs> shit like 23 would really would really yeah. throw me off yeah mine has to go i go in intervals of five i don't know bro that's how I 19 23 it was that's, no, that's i hate that <laughs> car 20. conditioning was like 71 the, or no, not seventy one, but seventy three and yeah. Once you get into the seventies, like okay, those are pretty air... large intervals between prime numbers. So like, that had to be mm-hmm. it was getting know, hard. Like, air, air conditioning, I, could... <laughs> I, I can deal with like a seventy one. You know, like a a weird number I, that doesn't bother me as much because temperatures. You, know, you keep it at sixty eight in the winter. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's room temperature seventy three. Temperature doesn't really follow that, you know, mm-hmm. mindset of intervals of five. So I can deal with something being off there. The only know. problem is that <laughs> is if your, your, your house is either going to be way too hot or too cold. <laughs> depending yeah. on what I got 67 and 71. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but that was my weird habit as a kid. I can't think of any weird habits I had as a kid. I don't know. Uh, I used to, whenever I was eating, I wouldn't allow myself to, like, like say I have a McDonald's meal, right? I either have to eat... Or as a kid, I, I used to have to eat all the fries or all the nuggets first. I, w- I wouldn't allow myself to uh, uh, no, like I'm, eat, eat I did that as a kid. Fries. I still do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Usually, usually, like, I'll eat... Usually, I'll eat my burger and then eat my fries. But, like, is it is it a like compulsion? Do you have to? Or do you think that that's just how it, like normally shapes up for you just because i don't know you get like you're just like i won't chew it on this burger i'm just gonna keep eating this no i feel like i feel like that's just like how it is that's just what i do (laughs) cannot relate yeah for me it was like even if i wanted a fry because it's like i I like to focus i like to focus on on the specific thing i'm eating you know maybe i'll eat a fry here or there but like 
the majority of the fries will be at the end. I don't know. I've convinced myself in my head. I go back and forth to try to reduce the amount of diminishing returns I get from like eating each one. <laughs> so that way I can go back and forth there, for the there flavor. Is, there is one exception to that rule, and that is when I'm eating <laughs> Wendy's chicken nuggets because I have that shit down to a math. Um, <laughs> so let's just say I got a... No let's say I got a 10-piece nugget and a fry. You got... <laughs> And you gotta get three honey mustards with that, right? Because you're gonna use five nuggets for the honey mustards and then one specifically just for the fries. So typically what I'll end up doing is I'll eat like five nuggets and then I get down to the, you know, like the, the honey mustard's just about empty, but there's still a little left. So I'll eat some fries and scoop up the leftover Mm. honey mustard. And then I go five more, and I scoop up. I scoop up the honey mustard, <laughs> and then I officially start my fries. <laughs> but I but I will eat them along the way, more so so I can. Yeah. Not I'm, waste I'm, honey mustard. I'm similar in that uh, it's not a compulsion, but like if I'm eating McDonald's, I will like eat the Big Mac first and then go. For the fries. Um, but I have a similar uh, math thing down with canes. Because uh, with the, I think it's the box combo, you get six tenders, fries, and then uh, bread and slaw. And then I usually sub out the slaw with bread. But you get Yo, two, let's go. Double bread. Yeah, Double bread. You, you get two things of cane sauce with it. Um, and I've figured out that one thing of cane sauce is good for three tenders, some fries, and one thing of bread if you want to dip it in your cane sauce, which you should do. Obviously. Um, yeah. So then, like, I'll start with three tenders, eat some, eat the bread, and then use the rest of it for fries. And it's never failed me before. Bro, it's good to get that stuff down the math. You gotta have a good sauce distribution. Yeah. You gotta make sure that you have enough sauce for what you're eating. Yeah, I think if anything, I, I go for fries first now. Just just because, like, they're, like, I feel like nuggets lose their crispiness at a slower pace than fries do. Mm-hmm. No, they, fries get colder. It, it makes sense to eat them first. Yeah. But it's not because, like, like back then it was it was because, like, oh, like, I have to eat the fries first. I, no particular reason, nothing bad would happen. But it's like, if I don't, I don't know, if I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It's not also, how the meal was supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most uh, places, uh, their fries are also, like, the most boring part of the meal. So yeah. it also makes sense to get that out first. What uh what place do you think has the best fries? McDonald's. Mm. Yeah. When they're done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to be done right. If not, I think like steak and shakes definitely up there. <sighs> steak and shakes too off. Like they're they're off more than they're on. Those skinny fries. I disagree. Rally's fries bro, are always sure on. up there. Bro, they they are always 
they're either soggy or they're they get cold so fast. That that's the one thing with steak and shake fries is that I'll get steak and shake fries and I'll get home. I don't even live that far from steak and shake. I live like two minutes away, and the fries are like already starting to be cold. Yeah, well, that's because they got a lot more uh, surface area. Yeah, because well, they're skinnier. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's that's just a big turnoff for me as someone who eats their fries second. That was a I big turnoff for me. I appreciate about Steak and Shake though that they like, like, it's normal at Steak and Shake to get cheese with your fries, which is like it surprises me that that's not a more common thing at like Wendy's or McDonald's. Uh, so I, I've always appreciated that about Steak and Shake. But that's interesting. Anyone... I'm not a cheese guy. Really? Not like maybe that. not like a cheese fry guy. No. I don't like cheese dip. Hmm. Really? Enough. Like nacho cheese Damn. dip? I, yeah, yeah, I cannot relate. <clears throat> I have salsa con queso always in my house. Yeah. Well, I, I, there. Salsa con queso is different, bro. That's basically nacho cheese sauce. No, they got some extra stuff in there. But I, I will eat that with, like, hint of lime chips. That's good. But, like,. I don't like dipping, uh, like, like breadsticks. Oh, see, I'm a little bitch for nacho cheese. I could put yeah. that shit on anything. I go I, to a I stadium. Don't... Like, that's my go-to stadium food is, like, those nachos and cheese. Where or you know pretzels. that shit's coming out of a tube. But, like, oh, fuck yeah. Pretzels, yeah. I don't know. Like, like, we have a pretzel place in our Walmart, and I, uh, I always get icing dip. Oh, and like the cinnamon sugar on the. No, just pretzel. regular pretzels. Just regular. That's weird. No, it's good. I bet it's good, but it's a weird order. A I mean, I mean, they sell. Icing. I mean, they sell icing as a dip for a reason. We've also got a pretzel place in the mall where I work, and it is. Oh, I don't know. I'm always getting the cheese dip. Oh. Yes, bro. We have an auntie, we have an uh, auntie, uh, we have me. an auntie Anne's, uh, uh, in our mall, but I, <laughs> I never go to the mall because it's dead. There's like nothing in the mm. mall anymore. The, yeah, the mall is a depressing place to go to now. Your guys' mall is so yeah. much better than the Muncie mall. Even still, like ours, even in the, like the time we've been in town, it's it's lost some of. It's better stores. A lot of mm-hmm. things are just like, you know, pop-up shops. They don't even have whatever. a food court anymore. Macy's is gone. I don't think they ever no did, shit. actually. Yeah, like department stores, malls, just not the same. used to be like, I don't know, in the pre-internet era, like going to the mall was just the thing to do in every any given town. It's just not the case anymore. Bro, the one in Anderson, I got to see that shit just straight up close. Oh, yeah. That shit was rough. And that had the only theater. The theater kept going a bit longer after the mall closed. And that was the only theater in Anderson. That was like the only... That's like the only theater within like a 20 to 30 mile radius. Not mile. Minute. Like drive. Damn. I remember going up to visiting... To visit like you guys and just like... We would drive through that area all the time. And you could just see it year by year like... A little more sad. The decay. I. It's so weird to me that malls 
fell. I feel like, like, I just feel like it's a, it's a good idea. All these, it's all these. Most of the things you'd get at a mall now, you can get on Amazon or, you know. Yeah, but mean, people still like places to hang out. It'd yeah. be cool if we could turn malls into just like bizarre type places where people can just go up and set markets. What is Bro, like what yes. what what is more appealing? <laughs> what's more appealing about um about HTC than a mall? Like yes, I, I don't know that HTC is doing it's just... great either. I... Oh yeah, I I'm pretty sure it's still closed. No, I'm not talking about the theater. I'm just talking about like. Well, yeah, the mall I'm talking itself about, too. Like, it's just now like a lot of the stores that were formerly there are not there anymore. And I don't. I don't think there is anything. I feel particularly, like it's still pretty busy. Uh, about HTC that that keeps it around. It's just. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I. Just. People seem more content hanging out on the internet. And, uh, or like if you're gonna go out, I don't know, going to places like, like Top Golf or, you know, any any. Sort of entertainment center, like because yeah. shopping it's is also, just not a social activity anymore. It's just what you do on your computer. Yeah, well, shopping it's also not. Fun. It's not something that like our Depending generation, or like uh, it's not something like people our age like really think about anymore. Because like now we can just go to a bar. Instead of sit around at a mall. I, that, yeah. Well, yeah, for us, but like that's always been a thing. You know, mm-hmm. people our age have always been able to go to bars, but yeah. malls still were had a prime because that's where like teenagers and stuff hang out. That that's where the people who can't go to bars hang out, and even that died off. Yeah, I I don't yeah. know per se like what the alternative social thing that people are doing are like i guess like the pandemic affected it too like people that kind of pushed people this to, has like, been oh, happening way before the... over discord it's happening over skype and i think yeah that was that was already happening before or we're like oh we can play a video game instead of going to the mall um but the pandemic definitely like, exacerbated it that's what killed our local mall here in bloomington i think uh, at least mm-hmm. that's when a lot of stores went under um but also yeah like shopping it's just you can go to the mall and you know you get your fixed prices and whatever but like the deals are so much better online online's going to have exactly what you want you don't have to settle for the like the next best thing that they got in store um so it's just yeah i know i like going to wonder if that's dying off like we have a five in our mall (laughs) fye like Uh, for your entertainment yeah and uh like i love going in there bro hey that's where i got all my dragon ball dvds and all my godzilla dvds yeah that's like (laughs) the only that's like the only that's like the only place you can get godzilla stuff Mm -hmm. like 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 japanese godzilla stuff Yeah, but even then, like, you know, you're going to find better places or better prices on eBay or even Amazon for that kind of stuff. Yeah, but they're not right there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, this thing looks cool. I want it now. (laughs) 
or or it crazy. may not even be stuff or or it's not stuff that like I would originally think like like I go in there and I see like a like a I go in there and I see a <laughs> a big cardboard cutout of Godzilla and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to buy that." But I'm not like before I walked in that store, I wasn't thinking, man, I could really go for a cardboard cutout of Godzilla. <laughs> Impulsive. Enough. I think, Got yeah, I, I do like going to, like, GameStop now. Like, yeah, most people buy their game di- games digitally. And even when I buy games physically, I would say, like, half the time I'll just do so on Amazon. But, like, going into GameStop, I think the, like, the appeal of it now is, like, oh, they've got these, like, statues. And it's more about collectibles than anything that you yeah, didn't know they existed. <laughs> Most of the store is not games. It's just the walls. Which makes sense. But also, this may just be like an anecdote, so I'm wondering if you guys have noticed this too, but like, I've noticed that like people, like our parents' generation are older, who are not necessarily tech-savvy, who don't really understand the internet, they took so quick to online shopping though like my parents who mm-hmm. otherwise kind of hate mm-hmm. the, the idea of the internet are just like oh yeah i get all my shit on amazon or coles.com you know rather than like <laughs> the, they're the they're the ones that i feel like maybe that too is like i don't know like the appeal of online shopping to the older generations is well the thing is killer the thing is with the with models. the older generation is that they um once you get it set up for them they, all they got to do is just buy it. Like, they don't got to click. You know, they don't got to put in their credit card information every single time, put in their address. They just got to <laughs> click a couple buttons, and they just ordered something, and it magically arrives to their door. Yeah. It's, like, not complicated at all for them. But they, yeah. but yet, yet, but yet they can't fucking figure out how to use a debit card machine. <laughs> like, dude, bro. My my parents aren't bad with technology, but they they still get confused on how to use a GPS. <laughs> my, I was just on a nine-hour road trip, and my mom asked, do I turn here, like 20 times? And most of the time, it was like the upcoming turn was the only turn in like two miles. It's like, obviously you turn here. What do you mean? <laughs> Bro, I had a guy at my work yesterday who I literally had to tell him what to do on every single screen of the of the debit card machine. He was like, I don't want cash back. What do I do? And I'm like, well, you click no. And then he's like, well, what's this? I'm like, that's your pen. <laughs> Oh my god. And this wasn't even like a really old guy either. This was like a... You know, this was like someone who's in his 50s or 60s. That's crazy. And, like, how do you... Like, just read. Literally, just (laughs) read. That's all you have to do. (laughs) And, And you will figure it out. Are you, like, oh... It infuriates me the technological illiteracy of old people yeah uh, some, yeah but when some you got that buy left... now 
<laughs> button on Amazon where you just press that and it like takes care of everything. Yeah, I guess that, that Bro, like that makes it. I easy. hate I hate the old people's like hatred towards uh self checkouts. I can't stand that. <laughs> how much they despise self checkouts. Old people love to see the cashier, bro. Like, like they hate, like they have a vendetta against self checkouts. They hate self checkouts. This one, uh, like our our main register was down the other day, and uh, the only thing we could use for like five minutes was the self checkout, and uh, this guy like got mad and he left and he didn't even get his stuff just because he didn't want to have to use the self checkout <laughs> like, yeah I'm sure, I'm sure like you guys would have walked him through the process too like if he really yeah. needed, needed help so that's that's really great see the thing to me like it's even more annoying than um you know like boomers who are reluctant to use self checkout is is people who who tell me that like oh well I want to make sure that you still have a job so I'm gonna have you check me out instead of using self checkout it's like man you know yeah. I have other responsibilities aside from you know, that's the whole reason we have a self checkout yeah and <laughs> and I think like it really came to a head the other the other day I was I, again I was reading I read Dune at work when it's when it's dead and we live in a college town so during the summer oftentimes there's like a few to no one in the store. Um, and this is one of those instances. And so I think there was me and, you know, my, I'm a, I'm a manager, but the, the cashier was on break. So I was just, you know, kind of reading, reading this book behind the counter. Um, and a, and me and one other customer in the store and the customer comes up with all their stuff. You know, it's, it's a, like a, a younger person. So not, not an older person who wouldn't know to use self checkout. And they, they look at me reading the book and go, I'm going to use the, I'm going to have you check me out because you look bored. And usually <laughs> I'm Fuck good at like person, having <laughs> my, you know, my good like customer service, you know, look and, and voice. But I think like, I was just so like, Man, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, I just like <laughs> looked at them in a way that they were like, "Oh, well, I didn't mean it like that." Like, <laughs> it's like you know, no, no, fine. Let me, you know, let me set this down. Let me come over and help you. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's that's the worst for me is when it's like, well, I want to make sure that you know we keep we're keeping you young guys employed. It's like, well, thank you for your service. We just got a, we just got a <laughs> self checkout at my work. You know how many, you know how many employees we've lost? Zero. I, th In fact, I think they've we're become be more productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah I want like, people to use the self checkout. People actually, think that I don't want people to use the self themselves and all that. And actually, I don't want people to use the self checkout at my work because that that's worse than them going to the register because they act like that goes back to the technological literacy. It doesn't even like <laughs> it's not even old people. It's just regular people. It's like. They, they put their card in like they finish ringing stuff up and they put their card in like they hadn't and they're and then like they're all confused why nothing's happening and so they call me up because there's an issue with the self-checkout and it just turns out they didn't click the pay now but <laughs> they, they didn't click the pay but it's like are, are you serious Re like it's Take just magic at it. 
Is it? It's just magic. It knows that you're done ringing stuff up. I hate CVS. Like, like yeah. I it's it's. I get it. Like, um, like hitting that pay now button. It's like people are you know like why don't you just like look at the screen and follow the prompts? Like it's super simple, but CVS doesn't help because what they do. Is you know they load it up with like, are you gonna round up to donate? Do you want to sign up for our mm-hmm. Care Pass program? And it's like it asks all these questions, and then the amount of times in a day I'll get pulled over to a self checkout, like I don't know what's happening. Why is the machine not taking my card? And it's like, oh well, it's because you haven't said no, you don't want to round up, or you haven't said no, you don't want a Care Pass. And it's like, like certainly some of these corporations mm-hmm. don't make it easier on the customer, uh, you know, Bro, by simplifying they the don't... process. They gotta ask a thousand questions, you know. Bro, there could like they could like take away the screens from self checkouts and it would not change most people's experiences apparently. Because I guess people just don't look at the screen. So like around like an hour before we close, I typically I'll shut down our self checkout so I can do all its closing stuff. And when it's closed, the screen in big letters says, Sorry, this register is closed. <laughs> but like the amount of times I'll be in the office doing paperwork and I can look on the I'll look on the camera and I'll see someone trying to swipe an <laughs> uh, item across the self checkout like like trying to do it for like 10 seconds only to look up and see that it just says register is closed like what you didn't look to begin with <laughs> How is the screen yeah, not the damn. first thing you look at when you go to the self checkout? That's yeah. like your main. That's your main thing to do everything on. That that is what you use to operate it. How are you not looking at it first? Yeah, and while I get frustrated with CVS for like trying to, you know, throw in all these donations for like tax incentives for the company or like trying to promote their like CVS in a subscription service like at the same time it does like on the self-checkout it's it's big it's not in small letters like you know how old people their phones are always like in 72 font like you get <laughs> like two words before yeah. it goes to the next line like it's it's that level of of apparent like like it's very transparent it's right in front of you and i i cannot for the life of me understand how people miss that when going to pay but yeah i People are stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes. If there's I, one thing that like yeah. working retail will show you in life, it's that people are stupid. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter their age. They're st- everyone is stupid. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I think about like how I didn't pursue a degree and like in a technology related field I'm like well how will I make it in this world you know like it seems almost like an essential skill or like like the most desired like workplace skills have to do with technology and and then I like see all these people who are, have somehow made it by and just you know can't use a fucking self checkout <laughs> and I'm like okay I don't get right. that how do these people survive if they can't figure <laughs> out simple stuff like that I also do think it is a will like like people are like they don't want to learn. Yeah, it's like a resistance. <laughs> they think that they're like, you know, uh, the last bastion of hope, like holding out against the machines. 
preventing Judgment Day. But by refusing to read the self-checkout. <laughs> like, people are just... Oh, my... The amount of times, like... I... Like, people just read stuff wrong or they don't read at all. And it also do with reading. <laughs> we need to, like, increase... Like, like we need to do better in, like, our reading programs in school or something. Think the literacy like, rate's down, bro. <laughs> I guess, because every, every single... Like... I'd say like ninety percent of the issues that I have that I deal with at my work on a daily basis have to do with something not being read correctly. <laughs> like that is, people just don't read. They'll see a big sign that says "Buy one get one free," but then they won't read what it includes and excludes. That is in just as big letters on the paper. It says buy one, get one free. And it says all the stuff it excludes, all the stuff it includes. And then people will still just be like, oh, well, it was on the shelf. It was on that shelf over there with all the stuff. It's like, yeah, but it excludes this specific thing or yeah. whatever. And I also guarantee that uh, the people who decide on these deals at Dollar General. Uh, are counting on the fact that people won't read those, and so yep. they come to the counter with two items that uh, don't match the deal, and then so they're just give up and buy it anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. I regularly okay. tell people who like fight with me about coupons or the sales on the shelf, I'm like I'm leaving CVS in a week. I have no intention to ever work for that fucking company again. Like they, <laughs> you know, they. They design these sales to confuse you and and to be unfair. And then, like, exactly, you bring them up to the counter and it's like the sunk cost fallacy. Or, like, you know, you've already put so much effort into it that it's like, okay, well, I'll just get it anyways, whatever. I, I wish I tell people regularly <laughs> that, like, who, are, who argue with me about how they think a coupon should work. I tell them it's like, you know, CVS has, you know, like, these coupons are intended to screw you. They're they're like they're intentionally misleading, you know. It like you know they put in super fine print too on the sale signs like with a card, so then they can get you to sign up with your email, and then they can sell your data, and then and then you get the the deal, and then you know some people who are reluctant to give up that information still end up buying the things. It's just people, uh, and then yeah, and I I just hate that that always falls onto the cashier, you know, it always falls onto the person in the store. That that corporate attempt to screw the customer, like, you know, those in the corporate offices Bro, will never get the backlash. Has a human worked. cost there. I wish it worked because I get tired of being called up to the register all the time to change the price of something or take something off because it didn't ring right. I wish people would just accept it. Yeah, like, uh, my dad, uh, we were getting food, uh, at like some. We were getting food at a Burger King that was connected to a gas station we stopped at. And for some reason, uh, their ice machine wasn't working, so they couldn't legally sell soft drinks because they were, like, warm. Um, and uh, so, like, the they didn't, like, offer anything so that, like, a combo deal would be worth it because, like, you could get like a slushy or a milkshake or something but it'd still be an upcharge and uh my dad was like mad about that 
and he was like asking the cashier, well, it's like, shouldn't, shouldn't this be like no extra upcharge? I mean, like, why, why can't, uh, you just do that? And I was like, why the fuck are you asking the cashier this? I bet the fucking manager doesn't have any say over what the fuck happens here. Oh my god. Right. I see, yeah, exactly. Just, fucking, like, it's just get a water and move on. <laughs> it's to like... be fair, I'd be upset too, but <laughs> but that's something that needs to be solved on the corporate level. Yeah. We'll, the get, corporate we'll, we'll knows that them. it's going to be the cashier that's going to catch all the shit, right? They, mm-hmm. they don't need to make, like, like they don't care that the cashier is going to get yelled at. And, and it's... Yeah, and so they never have to deal with the consequences of their stupid policies. And that's why, like, as a manager, I've gone out of my way to, like, yeah, you know, like, like uh, one thing that CVS does is um, the sales that are, um, that that are, like, we have weekly sales, weekly sales tags that we put out, um, but we put them out on Saturday and they take effect on Sunday. And I th- this is a corporate policy as far as I'm aware. Um, and what that means is that we put these tags out on Saturday and people will come up on Saturday with items believing that they're going to be a part of these sales. But the, And then it's our responsibility to tell them that, oh, this sale, that the reason you grab two shampoos instead of one, uh, that actually starts tomorrow. So then, you know, no, and they know like the psychology of like, oh, well, you can either come back tomorrow or just pay the price. And most people are just going to pay, you know, the the price. And and yeah, but like thankfully as a, as a manager we had some like limited power of, you know, okay, well if someone believed that to be the case, I can say that in the system it was a price discrepancy and give them that deal anyways. I so. Dollar General actually like they they had that same ex- when I started, we had that same exact problem where the sale ends Saturday, starts Sunday, but we got to put the tags up Saturday, like night. Um, and and we had that issue too, where it was like, no, that starts tomorrow, and they're like, well, why are they up now? Um, but then they changed it so that at after seven o'clock on Saturday, the sales for the next day start. And the sales that are currently happening for that day are still going. There's like an overlap. <laughs> because that way, after 7 o'clock, we can put out the next week's sales. And they'll still ring up. Yeah, we put them up like midday Saturday. And they won't start until midnight Sunday. So it's a good 12 hours of shopping. Especially like Saturday is typically the busiest day of the week. They know that. Bro, why don't you just don't do that? Yeah, it's all, it's all like, Just do it like Sunday morning. Right. Like right. technically, like we 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 actually do ours Sunday morning. We're technically supposed to do them at seven o'clock Saturday evening. But Sunday mornings are slow, so typically they'll put them out yeah. Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, as far as work. I'm aware, it's a company wide yeah. directive to to put them up on Saturday. So I I believe yeah, you know, but this like, is conspiracy on my end, but it, I, I mean it is it is with Dollar General this. too, but like we still we still put them up Sunday. Yeah. Morning. Well, I guess, you know, my boss is a sheep or whatever. <laughs> That's cringe. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to close at 9 at the 
at the men's warehouse. We just put all our signs up for sales the day before. I don't know if that's corporate policy or not, but that's what we do. Bro. Let's see the corporates try to run these stores. <laughs> see how they do. They wouldn't last a day. You ever seen that show Undercover Boss, bro? <laughs> they don't be... They. It's too much. Bro, how is every CEO not terrified from the Undercover Boss show? <laughs> that could Their be image. them. Isn't the point image of... image is gone. Is, is the point of Undercover Boss like it's supposed to be like an empathetic moment for the boss? Like he's like, oh, I work you guys too hard. Is it like... The boss yeah. comes in to work for a day, and he's like, you're not doing this to your greatest capacity. You're fired. Typically, like, it's typically it's the first one. I don't know if it's yeah. ever... I don't know if the second one's ever happened. But that would be very interesting if it has. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole show is that they monetized sympathy for the working class. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. I mean, I guess that's better than the alternative. <laughs> Although, you yeah, know... All right, Jackson. I've got to know. I'm looking through our topics list here. You've you've put British in quotations. People don't understand <laughs> that America is a country too. <laughs> I I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, Jackson. Jackson, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Okay, so um, it might be something similar, but I I saw this uh TikTok. And I don't remember what the TikTok was at all, but in the comics uh, comment section, I saw a person from the UK talking about, or no, the TikTok was like some stupid post about a guy who was like, um, <laughs> like women don't know what it's like to go into, or no, it was like, uh, it was supposed to be like a relatable post about how like after men have sex, uh, they don't, uh, like, they can't even look at the person they slept with for, like, the next five minutes. And everyone was bashing on the guy. And in the comments, the guy was like, have Americans never heard of post-nut clarity? And I was just like, dude, you cannot be fucking serious. How do they think that we don't know what that is? Bro, they think that, like, <laughs> they think that, like... They think that, like, we're, like, this crazy fantasy land. <laughs> like, oh, I don't wait, know I, what's I, going I, on in British let's people's heads. Let's take a step back real quick. This man <laughs> believes that, like, post-nut clarity is, like, when you realize you hate your wife for five minutes, and then it's, like, but then, then after that you get, like, caught back up in the spell. Like, I'm confused yeah. by that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was unrelated. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, there was that, uh, probably, like, a month ago, uh, there was a TikTok going around about, like, a British person, like, thought that Americans couldn't use electric kettles because our wattage is different. <laughs> that a, an electric kettle is too much for an American power outlet. <laughs> I saw someone, I saw someone that thought that American that someone thought that America didn't have contactless pay. What? Like, duh. Some, like, like we didn't have tap to pay. Can you blame them for thinking like we're like living we're like in a, the barbarian ages, though? We're like a primitive, 
<laughs> We're like primitive. <laughs> yeah, that's just annoying. I fucking hate that. In a way, we are. Yeah, but their outlets I mean, like, are stupid. They have the dumb outlets. Theirs are big and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> to a lot of countries, we're very far behind. To Britain, it's just that we have worse healthcare. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. You have like you've got like the Walmart brand Trump and Boris Johnson. Congrats on getting rid of him. But like, you know, <laughs> it's not that much of an upgrade. Yeah, now yeah. they gotta find a leader. They're still having elections over it, aren't they? Now we got Sleepy Brandon. <sighs> Bro, and those fucking nine wizards that <laughs> decide everything. All the god emperors on the <laughs> the court. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. But... How is... Um, I saw that, like, they're trying to write... Uh, the right to abortion like into law through congress isn't supreme court just going to strike that down and say it's unconstitutional yeah but it would uh actually because based on because the supreme court's decision on abortion was essentially that abortion is not protected by your right to privacy so they'd have Mm -hmm. to come up with a different reason to ban it if it was made into law by congress but at the very least that would you know give give some time for the process to to go through okay yeah no i think to just like straight up codify it like and cement it they would have to just add an amendment but that would take like three-fourths of the legislature yeah no shot that's ever happening mm-hmm we don't even get fucking half with fucking Joe Manchin. For real. That man and his yeah. fossil fuel I don't think it would need to owning. be an amendment. An amendment would just be much harder to, like, overturn by mm-hmm. the next administration. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they could, they could make a law, but if we lose the midterms, it wouldn't. Yeah, I guess at least yeah. it would get us, get us to November. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, things are looking kind of grim over here. Uh, that's why the Australian exodus <laughs> is coming. Yes. Yep. We're going to go into the prisoner colony. <laughs> I fuck with the Australians. We're going to Australia. They got the crazy... I love Australian accents, bro. I want to yes. live there long enough and I'll develop one. <laughs> How crazy is that that you can just develop accents just from living places long? I, I mean, can like can you like I I feel like yeah yeah I you'd you never have can. like a pure Australian accent is is I don't think mm-hmm. like even if you spent twenty thirty years there you'd still because it's all like language formation happens mostly between what the ages of like one and ten so like after that. Yeah. Like, you're pretty much set. And I think, like, although you might get, like, a twinge, I don't think you'd ever, like, go to Australia for an amount of time and come back with, like, an Australian accent. Yeah. But, like, I I think, like, the example I think about is, like, um, I know Pierce watches, but I don't think you guys do. Uh, Rubber Ross. Ross. That's, yeah. my, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, he, he's full-blood Australian. 
uh, but he moved to America, I want to say, probably decade ago. And it his accent has changed, like, so much. It's, like, like you gone. Can, yeah, like, you can still kind of tell he's Australian, but, like, it's mostly when, an American when I, accent now. When I, when I first watched a video with him, I didn't know he was Australian. Dang. All right. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Accents are crazy. Accents are crazy. I don't know. It's weird. Because like, from our perspective, like an American accent is just a lack of an accent. So like, I'm like, yeah, he moved here and lost his accent. But, Not like but, he gained an American <laughs> accent. <laughs> but it is. Like, I don't like... To me, I feel like our voice sounds normal. Like, yeah. we're the normal ones. And, like, I can say but that certain Americans have that. accents, right? Like, like there's, like, the yeah. New York accent, like, the Jersey, and the Southern mm-hmm. accent. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the, you know, like, in the Midwest, like, the Wisconsin-type accent. Like, oh, how you doing? Type, you know, yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin. A- apparently, bro. like, uh, I- like, Colorado... The Colorado accent is like the closest to the what we picture like English American English as, just like the correct one. Yeah, bro. Like, I just feel like our voices are just normal, bro. Yeah, we are the normal. We have the normal non-accent voice. Like I don't hear you yep. guys talking here in accent. Just, yeah, just I talk, talk like the people on TV, so I think I'm right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the standard. <laughs> no, I've noticed nowadays that I do say like certain words certain ways, but I would, would never call it an accent. I just know I have peculiarities. You're a peculiar man. I've I've given up on my uh, hatred of y'all. And yes. started using it. Let's go. It's such an efficient word. Bro. How fucking crazy is it? <laughs> how how crazy is it that there's fucking homophobic puppets on TikTok? <laughs> What's up What's with going that? on there? You guys are like my yeah. only link into that community. Like I only get TikTok secondhand, like from you guys or from my girlfriend. Uh, so, so this, so this guy, so this guy Dinks, Star Wars Dinks, he was a puppet that did like lore videos and like Q and A videos where people would like leave questions in the comments and he would answer them. You know, like why? Like someone would leave a comment that'd be like why? Uh. uh can can you tell me how, uh, like, uh, <laughs> green lightsabers yeah. are made? I don't know. It it's hard to think when you're really high, but like you know, someone will leave, someone will leave a video asking a lore question and he'll and he'll answer, and like other and he was like, and like other Star Wars stuff, but like that's generally what he did. Is he made videos about the lore, um. And he was just, like, a super positive, like, guy or puppet, but, you know. 
and he like always seemed supportive, and he like he liked Disney, Star Wars, and stuff like that. You know, all all the signs of like a not one of those Star Wars fans. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came out that he is uh, the guy who, or at least the man whose hand is up his ass, is uh, he's very right wing, so he's very homophobic. The uh, you know uh, very anti like anti abortion. You know, oh, it's that bad. You hate to like, see it. Is that con- like, like, like it, it's like that it is like Star Wars videos. He's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. None, none of this is stuff that was said in the Star Wars stuff. This is all people found oh. on like his Facebook. Like uh. that's why that's why this like came out of nowhere. Oh, that's interesting. Because he was always this like like pure positive like guy, and it came out that the that he's <laughs> like a very homophobic stuff on. And, but and. And he could have okay, you know. How the, certain the, is that? Most, link, most of though? the like, one hundred percent certain that this guy. Yes, yes, is... that is him. No, that that is him. He talks about it on his account, but um. Oh, like he addresses it. Like no, no, like he talks about like him being a like having his puppet on his personal mm-hmm. accounts, but um, uh. You know, the, most of the posts that people pulled from were from like, you know, three to five years ago. And I'll give you know, someone can change. You know, they can realize they were wrong, and they can, they can, you know, become better. And that could have happened. But the quote-unquote apology video that he made was a not apology video, and then in in that, I. This isn't a hundred percent quote. Uh, I can't quite remember exactly what he says, but he basically says like, "I'm I do, I'm not homophobic. I just don't like I don't like Disney's use of the homosexual agenda to make money. Like like I yeah I don't like I, like he's basically I I don't have any issue with people being gay. I just don't like that Disney uses gays." gay stuff to make money but him saying the words homosexual agenda just sealed his fate like yeah. you don't yeah. use the phrase homosexual agenda in a positive light yeah and so now all these puppets are coming out of the woodworks <laughs> making sure <laughs> yeah. people know that they are not homophobic <laughs> I'm yeah. seeing more and more puppets <laughs> pop up on my for you page yeah, I would, Damn, like, I would, I would disagree with a person who who says that, like, you know, I don't like. I think that they're. What I'm saying is, like, I think that someone can make a more or less reasonable point that, like, I support, you know, the LGBT community, and I think that Disney is trying to like exploit that community for profit. Like, I can understand that. Yeah, but yeah like you're right. As soon as you throw in, like. The like buzzword of homosexual agenda or like the gay agenda, it's just yeah. There goes all your credibility. It's sad because I liked him too. I started watching him around the time. I started seeing him pop up on my for you page, like 
a month or two before Kenobi started airing. And he like, and then around the time Kenobi came out, he got like huge. And like, I was always watching his TikToks, learning stuff about the lore. But again, how do how do now, people know? And, like, and how do people link the TikTok and the Facebook? I I think I think he's said his, um, he has said his like in lives. He said like his personal. Oh, he's like promoted account. it. Uh, well, that's on him. Well, no, well, no, because people people <laughs> were like, go. I just, I just think he wasn't thinking about people looking at messages five years ago. But or not messages, but uh, posts. But still, like, it's sad. He was he, I I liked he, he made good TikToks about Star Wars. I learned a lot. But there's other Star Wars lore people that I learned that I can learn from. So. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'll live without him. Alright. Is it recommendation time? Mm, yes, nope. sir. I think it's about that time. Alright. I'll start first because I actually got three today. Um, That's against the rules? No. They are all different forms of media. Doesn't matter. Um, against the rules... Save them for the next week, pal. (laughs) No, because I'll forget. Um, My problem. The first is Abroad in Japan, uh, YouTube channel, Chris Abroad. Uh, He does a lot of uh, educational stuff about uh, living in Japan. I think he's lived there for uh, like five plus years now. Um, And he does a lot of... Uh, informational stuff, very entertaining videos. Uh, he did a series a couple years ago where he did a, he biked across Japan for two months. He did like, I think like 50 kilometers every other day and just like went to various places exploring the cities and it's very informative and very fun series. Um, the second is the band Battle Tapes. Um, uh, Ethan suggested, uh, a while ago that we listen to their album Polygon. Um, and it's very good. Um, they also just put out a single, uh, I think it's called If Only. And it's very good. Electronic, I would say, like, like, electronic, like, I don't know, like, what genre it would be, but, like, they put out a bunch of uh, bops, I'll say. <laughs> Accurate <laughs> and descriptor. Then, yeah. Uh, lastly is the Dissect podcast on Spotify. I just finished, uh, I think I talked about, like, in the first one, first recommendation about uh, Because of the Internet uh, season they did, but I just finished their uh, Tip of a Butterfly uh, season and it was uh, very interesting to learn about uh, the many ways that Kendrick Lamar uh, is uh, like I feel like a lot of people underestimate how much thought goes into a lot of his lyrics it was very interesting to learn about it that is all so my turn? Pierce 
Um, it the is boys. Now. The boys. Watch the boys. The boys. Watch the boys. Watch it. I don't care Watch who it. you are. I don't care. I don't care. If, if I don't care if you like superhero stuff, if you don't, if you don't like superhero stuff, watch it, because it's perfect for you. Because it's about killing superheroes. <laughs> Shit's so good. It's like everything. It's it's like it's got, it's got it's got something for everyone. It's got some like edgy humor. It's got some some emotional some emo some real emotion and character. You know, it's fun. Bro, it's got everything. Yeah. One of the best makes, shows ever made. Yeah. Makes fun of like uh like fake wokeness while also being very anti capitalist. Yeah, it makes fun of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While while also portraying like while also obviously being a certain you know having a certain message to say. Mm-hmm. Great, bro. Uh-huh. Love the boys. Love the boys. Ethan, uh, love these I've been boys. listening to uh, the features. Uh, just a self-titled album. It's like very uh, upbeat and more positive. It was very summery music. So I was happy to get into that. Right on. Sam? Um... I was talking a bit earlier about how I finished the Dune novel. What I can say about that is, like, there's a reason that they call it, like, the greatest sci-fi novel of all time. I was not disappointed. Very excited for Dune Part 2 from Denis Villeneuve. If you haven't checked out the first one, it's on HBO Max. Uh, Absolutely worth a watch. Um, mm-hmm. other than that, been playing some video games this week, uh, been gotten into Back for Blood with a couple of friends, I, I had tried playing that game upon release, I played it by myself, uh, with some bots, I just wasn't really gelling with it, but playing it with some friends, I've been having a lot of fun with that, um, I've also been speaking, like, it's a week for giving games a second chance, because I've been playing some No Man's Sky as well, and also been having fun with that experience. Although my one critique of No Man's Sky is just the you know the tutorial is daunting and will last you about five hours. But once you get past <laughs> that, it's great great time. Uh, uh, but other than that, uh, music wise, I've been been listening to a lot of ambient music this week. I don't know. I'd describe it as like uh, kind of just you know, walls of sound that are appeasing to you, especially if you're under the influence of certain drugs. <laughs> but um, I would shout out the band Superposition, who I've been listening to actually throughout the post- podcast. Just very spacey, ambient music. If you like like a sci-fi type, you know, just vibe going on in the background, that's the music for you. Uh, yeah. Pass it back to Jackson for an outro. Um, outro, 